I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's two old queens. It's two old queens. They're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens. It's two old queens. Now shut up. Hello! Welcome to Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Reddy. Oh, Mark, it has been two glorious years, and I'm so excited for our magnificent guest. Please let everyone know who is joining us. He's the host of the podcast, High and Mighty and Action Boys. It's John Gabris. Heard of him? Oh, hello. 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 It's me. I'm here. Thank you for being here. This is our two-year two anniversary. anniversary show. Holy shit, guys. <laughs> Older and queenier than ever yeah. before. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. It's the one promise we make. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we could easily achieve one of two goals. We are <laughs> whether we want to or not, we are getting older every year. <laughs> you might as well. I mean, at this point, yeah. What's a what else hurt? is a girl supposed to do? <laughs> yeah. Do you? You two are both married. True. true. Correct. Not to each is other. An, just in terms of anniversaries, or anniversaries, like, do they become less of a big deal as years go on? No, you're kind of looking forward to, not looking forward to, but a wedding anniversary is a solid excuse for like a thing you know what i mean like something right. to do like every october 15th it's like are we going to do something this weekend or on the 15th <laughs> or something like that and i i enjoy that i enjoy it. it's just another holiday but it's for less people and we we so frequently couple up or do things in groups that like the wedding anniversary is like you're not sitting down with other couples that are born that are got married <laughs> on october that are 15th. born on the same day right yeah <laughs> 
they're a nice excuse to sort of elevate something to do something nice and special. So they're nice. But what is nice too is my husband and I, we have one date. It was like the day of our first date is also the day we got married. So there's just one day. We oh, have to that's great. Cause that's, that's the kind of hard part for us too, is because we were together for so long before we got married. So when people are like, when you right. get married, we're always like in 2011, but we've been dating since Oh three. Cause we want like the credit for being together for two decades. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Sure. It's like, I don't go on a walk to, if I don't have my phone, cause you're not going to count yeah, the steps. steps. <laughs> <laughs> Why bother walking if I'm not getting the steps? It's all gamified. I want the fucking credit for the eight years that we spent before we even got engaged. <laughs> I need that fucking credit. Yeah. You put in the Thank time. Thank you. Thank you. We're coming up on our. My brother. We're coming up on ahead. our 10 year this year. Oh, that's a big uh, one. That's congratulations. We'll 10 year. So oh, you going to like a Jersey Mike's or something? Uh, or, or, order that's the 10 year. That's the traditional <laughs> the 10, 10 year Jersey is, Mike's. Uh, that weird pepper sauce. Uh, we are, I actually like it, but uh, we're ordering Jersey Mike's in. Well, we were we were talking about something big because it's also our 40th birthday year and quarantine oh, will be over. Right. Ideally. Oh, my God. We'll be on the gamma, <laughs> the gamma variation of COVID-19 will be wreaking havoc across <laughs> Greece when we go there or whatever. So if it's almost like if you die on this part, trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. We got all the we got all the <laughs> fucking benchmarks. 40 is eight years longer than anyone would have guessed I was going to live anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are losing that Oscar. That, that office. Uh, yeah, well, they, a lot of people lost money betting that I was going to get best supporting Oscar this year, too. So <laughs> <laughs> sure, I'm crushing it in all the pools. <laughs> he was robbed by not beating him put in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> he was are you a big uh, Happy Madison fan? I, I should say I am. I, I'm a Happy Madison apologist. Normally, <laughs> I will not be playing that role on this episode. <laughs> this movie does not. But like Sandy Wexler, the fucking, you know, all the other dumb shit he does. I I'm here for it. Uh, but this right. is this one is a little bit of a. <laughs> I think the only one I've seen besides this one is uh, Hubie oh, yeah. Halloween. I mean, and ha Happy Gilmore oh. and Billy Madison. What? Never seen it. I've never seen those what? either. Never seen them. We definitely saw Wedding Wait, Singer. So we did see Wedding oh, Singer. Oh, that's, that's true. You've seen I did Uncut, Uncut Gems. But these are the Happy Madison ones. Yeah. Right, you know right. I mean? No, I'm the same same way. The Like the sort of classic, iconic Sandler comedies. I've never okay, seen them. Okay, because... The only saving grace for this movie is that you're like, hey, at least it's a <laughs> Sandler movie. And you guys don't even have the nostalgia for Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison. Like, so what about what no, about Mr. I, Deeds? Like, what about Little Nicky? Uh, none of these. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> I remember like seeing like the trailer for like the wedding. I think I saw Wedding Singer in the theaters and I knew like there's a part of me that knew. Like, I bet his next movie is going to be with like a little kid because that's like the, that's the trajectory. Like he's going to be warm. Yeah. And Fuzzy and turns out Big, Big Daddy, Daddy is great. Is yeah, that he's he's so good in Big Daddy. <laughs> it's a wonderful. Have you guys seen Big Daddy? How no. do you how do you have any love? Like, how, how do you not have love for Adam Sandler? He's a fucking. He was great at Uncut Gems. <laughs> yeah, love punch. Yes, love. Me, me too. But also his legendary <laughs> comedies as 
I think it was because I was like grew up as the Saturday Night Live. Like he came in, like that crew came in as After I was like left. stopped. As soon as you leaving. left you the cast, I mean? like, they yeah. came in. <laughs> I left yes. the cast. I was like, you, you, know, know, you and Jan Hooks you know, got in that limo together <laughs> yes. that night. Come on, Jan, we're burning daylight. <laughs> we're not looking back. Right. <laughs> but you know, like that, the you always feel like the season you start watching is like your is the best, right. right? So they all started leaving. Then this new cast is coming. I was like, oh, I didn't like Opera Man. I didn't like his like Weekend Update characters. So then I was like, well, I wasn't predisposed to like. Oh, interesting, because I didn't like him on SNL either. Like, uh, uh, really? yeah, I didn't, okay. didn't. I wasn't a big SNL fan when I was that young. Uh, that came a little later. Like Will Ferrell, I would say is like, even though I, I mm. I've seen all the Farley, all the all of those that generation too. But I feel like Will Ferrell was like when I was really watching it. But gotcha. I those movies were like huge to me. And is this heteronormative? Right. Like, is this because it's like, is it a bro? Are <laughs> these bro? Cop are Happy Madison movies heteronormative? Yeah, but asking? like Billy Madison. and No, I'm asking is having seen them heteronormative because I've seen all the gay iconic movies as well. As a kid, I, you know what I mean? Like, as a kid, oh, really? you just catch oh, really? fucking wizard. Oh, let's get some titles. Okay. Have you seen Cameraman Joins In? <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, it was, they were just still such big pop culture things, whether they were. Right. I was aware of right. them. Yes. I knew, like, getting your, because I watched MTV still, so I knew, I would watch the MTV Awards, so I, you know, kept up with what was you happening in the culture. for Best Kiss. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I knew who the best villain was, of course. <laughs> so you're aware of it. You just uh, never got around to watching it. Yeah, yeah. Partook. Okay. That's fair. I don't understand. It's if like there's uh, one, you, if you were to be like someone who had never seen an Adam Sandler movie, what would you say would be the one to say? I mean, Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore. They're both like, I would say Billy Madison is even better. I, I would, I, you know what? Okay. Honestly, I would say Billy Madison because in Happy Gilmore he plays golf and that's a sport. So maybe Billy <laughs> Madison he goes. <laughs> what are you implying? <laughs> well, okay. I don't know. I'm I'm implying a lot of things. Oh, we don't like a league of their own. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I know sports. You know, like umpire joins in. <laughs> Just about to make the same joke. Coach joins in. <laughs> umpire is hotter. He's got that chest thing. I like the age Perfect difference inherent to the coach. You know, it, it gets a little. Yeah, sure. You yeah. love a dynamic. <laughs> There's a story there. There's a stepfather <laughs> caught under a coffee table. You'd love it. <laughs> sure. I hate when my head gets caught in the leaves. Okay, so. Adam Sandler, he's just an actor from Uncut Gems in this movie for you guys. Very <laughs> yeah. much. Hello from Uncut Don't tell me you didn't fucking watch King of Queens either. <laughs> no, I didn't. That is correct. <laughs> of course not. Absolutely not. Well, I didn't watch King I did of watch Queens. Everybody Loves Raymond. Everybody Loves Raymond was great. So coming in, no Adam Sandler. Uh, like, not, not a, a deep, deep bench, bench for yeah. Adam Sandler. I had seen, had you seen this movie before this watch? Well, let's get it. The movie no, no. we are talking oh, okay. about. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to say it, even though people probably already know at this point. We are talking about, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. John, what's the deal with I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry? Mark, let me tell you the deal with I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. It was directed by Dennis Dugan with a screenplay by Barry Fanaro and the team, the writing team of Alexander Payne and Jim Taylor. And Chuck and Larry are two New York City firefighters who pretend to be a gay couple in order to ensure one of their children can receive health care. However, things go from bad to worse when an agent decides to verify their story. 
Uh, Adam Sandler and Kevin James are the titular Chuck and Larry, and it also stars Jessica Biel, Ving Rhames, Steve Buscemi, and Dan Aykroyd. The film was released on July 20th, 2007, and grossed $187.1 million off a budget of $85 million. And it currently has a 15% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes and is widely criticized for not only being homophobic, but for being racist as well. The Wall Street Journal calls it an insult to gays, straights, men, women, children, African-Americans, Asians, pastors, mailmen, insurance adjusters, firemen, doctors, and fans of show music. Nathan Lee from The Village Voice wrote one of the few positive reviews, praising the film for being tremendously savvy in its stupid way and as eloquent as Brokeback Mountain and even more radical. The film received eight Golden Raspberry Award nominations for Worst Picture, Worst Actor, Worst Supporting Actor for both Kevin James and Rob Schneider, Worst Supporting Actress, Worst Director, Worst Screenplay, and Worst Screen Couple for both Adam Sandler and Kevin James and Adam Sandler and Jessica Biel, but it won none of them. And that is the deal with I Now Pronounce You, Chuck and Larry. So we should say, put all our cars on the table. This was yes. meant to be an episode of Boat Trip. Yes. Right. But we were un- we had a year to prepare. <laughs> we had a year to find a copy of Boat Trip and weren't able to the night before. No. Who knew it had been so scrubbed from the internet? <laughs> I even tried on the torrent sites. But the mm. most recent torrent was from 2014. Where's oh, the energy? Ratios agents working <laughs> overtime to keep that shit off. Of, <laughs> yeah, like Rob sure. Delaney's uh, Conan stand-up set or whatever. <laughs> Those like disappearing comedy videos where people are like, let's just pretend that never happened. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, this was I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry was going to be the movie that to, to replace, replace Bo Trip in the negative fifty percent penalty. That was going to be the thing, but now. We're just have to do it now. We're doing it now. (laughs) Boat trip lives for like another year. Yeah. So, Gabrus, had you seen I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry before? Were you aware of it? I had seen it and I don't know why. All right. I. It's the Sandman. (laughs) What year did it come out? You said 07? Yeah, 2007. Uh, Yeah. I, I guess I maybe saw it. I feel like I saw it in the theaters, but was. Going into being like, this is going to be a disaster. I did see Don't Mess with the Zohan in the theater. That one I also saw in the theater (laughs) in a $2 movie theater. Okay, I don't hate Don't Mess with the Zohan. I I also, yeah, I I, I, I enjoyed it. I, those, these movies always have a couple of laughs. Except for maybe this one. (laughs) This one is so rough and I think if all of the like offensive to and I don't and I sure my bar is even different than most people's. But like whatever is offensive (laughs) to gay people was taken out. I think the movie would still be absolutely abysmal. Oh, (laughs) it would be it would still be like there's not even none of the jokes even have anything. There's never a joke that isn't about being quote unquote gay. I'm using quotes because they don't have an understanding of what being gay is at all. (laughs) And is Alex, is that Alexander Vain uh, Oscar winner, Alexander Vain? (laughs) Yes. He has said they have rewritten it. Like he would wrote a draft before. Very Abby angry. Madison yeah, was I'm assuming right. the Alexander Payne draft, <laughs> wh- whether it should have ever been shot or not, it at right. least was probably a little more subtle than this fucking. <laughs> it was just that time, you know, the late 2000s when who better to tell the story of gay people than straight people? I, it's so right. It's so <laughs> bold that they don't even like put five gay supporting actors in the movie at least. <laughs> 
Like right. that's that's what Nick drove Larson me. Larson will carry yeah, that but, load. Right. Yeah. <laughs> to see a comedy person acting uh, super effeminate in 2007 in a movie right. does not seem like allies. Like it's not like just right. put no. five legends that we know are gay in the movie in parts like more like right. why would you not at least do that and that's still wrong like we're still wrong but at minimum <laughs> right. wouldn't you be like right. it would be funny if some of the other straight firemen were played by gay guys or one of them was John yeah. Waters yeah <laughs> might as well that'd be amazing really, Nathan Lane or any one of these people like some like <laughs> yeah. put a ham-fisted gay man in the movie so like i love a ham-fisted game <laughs> like it, i but i but this movie also felt like invite even just invite a gay person to the table read that's what like I, you yeah, didn't even do that, that at, at minimum you're making a move like have a gay person like on set to be like i don't know maybe we say the f word once in this movie and it's a big deal yeah rather than right. like a few our hero characters say it and learn a lesson about it which is good but to get there right. it's you have to say it too yeah. many times and, it, and it's not it's said with hate later in the movie by cordry in a way that like I feel like is like that is the time you should if you're going to have it once in the movie, have it. Hey, you're not supposed to say that deck the guy. But before that, everyone is sort of saying it as you can switch yeah, it out with right. the, with the. Why is it so bad when he's right? It's like switching right. it out it's, the phrase a gay dude. It's like, like <laughs> they use it so flippantly for the whole first half of the movie. But when Rob Corddry says it, they're like, you motherfucker line cross. <laughs> We know faggots now. <laughs> John. <laughs> so John, what this was your first time seeing it? This was my first time seeing it. I had not seen it in the theaters. I had known known of it. I mean, while watching it, it was, yeah, it was infuriating. But obviously, I was thinking this is not a movie that was written for Mark or I. Nor do I think it was written for you, Gabrus, but I think you went to high school with the people that it was written for. Yes. I was curious yeah. if like <laughs> yeah. How do you feel like that part of your, like those people that you know, how did they respond to this movie? Like, do you have, I'm curious to know, like. Well, that's what, that's what that. I was thinking on this rewatch too, was did this do any good? Do you know what I mean? Like that's all, <laughs> right. and I, I was, sure. and I'm not trying to, I'm not going to try to get in its corner and figure it out, but I was trying to just like do an intellectual thought, a thought experiment of like, is there, could I have, is there someone whose whose attitude was changed? Well, it seems the message seems to be one of like tolerance, but in a way that says like, yeah, gay people are disgusting, but that's okay. Like that seems to be the <laughs> message it's telling. Yeah, it's gross and weird, but don't like mess with them. Yeah, it's it it's sort of like puts it all on like, well, he he may be gay, but he saved my life, so he's okay. It's like <laughs> right, right, <laughs> you yeah. so much you have to save right. your life for you to be okay with them, like. I, it's like shallow how like you can't have like body positivity right and right right exactly <laughs> it's the same but thing I'm, yeah. I'm wondering if there is someone whose brain was broken enough going into this that was like i fucking love adam sandler i can't believe he's doing this gay movie oh you know I, gay people are pretty like they could be firefighters like you know like what there was <laughs> yeah there wasn't really an nope. example of it. I guess <laughs> no, just Ving yeah. Rhames, I guess, but I guess in theory. But like, sure. did anyone, I can't even imagine, like I can't even get myself into the headspace of someone who saw that and it helped them. 
Like, I just don't un- like I don't think it's possible. I'm going to I came out and took my family to see it. <laughs> you took your family to see it. And then at dinner after or like, yeah. so <laughs> I, I'm going back. <laughs> <in the closet>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think I want to be gay or straight or honestly a person yeah. after watching this movie. <laughs> right. This may be I think none of humanity and almost worse treated than uh, the women almost come off worse than gay people in some like oh, women definitely. are just pure meat. Women are they, w- women get it. Be- we, everyone is treated like shit in this movie, except for Adam Sandler and Kevin James. Even all of their straight co-workers, right. <laughs> they're all like, you're fucking asshole idiots who shit your pants and don't understand what's going on in the world yeah. around you. Uh, you're right, but at least I'm not gay. It's like, what the fuck is this movie? <laughs> and women are objects. Women are literally incestual fuck objects. <laughs> and like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're in love with like this huge yeah, asshole. And- they think he's like, just cause. how is he sensitive? At one point she says, you're so sensitive. Like he's expressed no right, sensitivity. <laughs> what are you talking about? I feel like there's something in the plot to someone who is so hell bent, a uh, hetero who's so hell bent on getting laid that they become a sensitive, open-minded person like for the sake of women. And that accidentally yeah. <laughs> backdoors them into understanding gay men. Like maybe that, like, but that that's not played at all. Like I, I, we don't I keep doing so much work for this movie because the Alexander Payne of it all too had me like trying to like unpack it to the, Right, see the version of this that has validity. Yeah, and I don't know <laughs> at what point a movie about like know. this that's about this premise. Like, if you made it now and it was more of a con- condemnation of healthcare in the, like, like, right, <laughs> right, that's sure. as equally of a, a crazy thing that's, or like, because you can make it about insurance. I know this is about pensions at the end when they just reveal it's like a muddy. if kevin james would have just opened the mail that was addressed to his dead wife he would never have had to get gay married you're like do you hear yourself did you do you hear this guys what the fuck is this movie the fucking want of the main character is a pension <laughs> how does he Thanks. get it marrying his best friend i i did think the only cute part of the movie for me that I that I actually enjoyed was the sort of laying out of male friendship of like, you guys are practically married like Kevin. And you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> sure. I did like that moment when they're going back and forth and they do like they're trying to trap them they and they do know a lot about yeah. each other. And I'm like, this is cute. There can be something there where you're like, I love him. Like, you could say I love and it can mean like that could be something that's cool and spoken to in an interesting way. But instead, <laughs> it, it's not at all, like and if I can love my friend, like, why can't you know, why is it different for someone to love him and also fuck him? Like, that's like the only difference. <laughs> the only difference between our friendship and a, a gay married couple is they maybe they might have sex. If that's they part fuck. of it, they're right. fucking and you're not like, but otherwise it's all the same. And that could be a, a learning moment for someone. I feel like, but it's not even so. I don't even understand. This came out two years after Brokeback Mountain, which itself isn't like a, you know, an empowering movie necessarily. Right. 
in theme, but it is like at least a more positive movie. I actually saw this before because I used to work at a movie trailer house and we made the trailers for this movie. So I saw the three hour mm. version because I had to digitize that one, it. That one was I a little a, uh, more real. That one was heavy. <laughs> yeah, a little more grounded. grounded. Yeah. I don't remember the difference. There just it was just more bullshit. So I had to watch the three hour version twice in one day. So I ended up just absolutely oh. loathing this movie. The only image I remembered from it was the crying drag queen. And I remember seeing that when there's like when Rob Corddry is like harassing the thing and like a drag queen breaks down. It's like a drag queen would not be the one no, person no. breaking down. I feel I, no. like they would be the one like smashing them upside that yeah with the, own the drag queen would be the most yeah. vocal defender <laughs> like and yeah i think that's some fucking straight dude writing of like well if they dress like a woman they're the sensitive ones and it's like no nope, that's not what drag <laughs> culture is yeah. jesus christ guys i know this <laughs> Even 2007 i knew this and i was a 25 year old meathead i wore <laughs> <laughs> Well, Gabriel says, you may or may not know, but I suspect you do. We are looking for the gayest movies ever, and we have a very complex and Byzantine scoring system with which to judge them. So we're going to go through a ton yep. of categories, and at one point, <laughs> you are going to come up with a category, and it will be added, added to, to the, the wheel. wheel. That's a new thing. I don't think you know what that is. It'll make sense when we get to it. Don't worry about it. But this is our current standing. Should we do the bottom five? I, I think feel do like the bottom five, because that's uh, also where Gabriel's is Entry yeah, yes, you're right? do the versatile entry. bottom five. <laughs> versatile power Verse bottom. curious. I'm a curious bottom. All right. In 103rd place with a 16.10. Well, tied actually. They both have 16.10 and 102, I guess there would be, is Goodwill Hunting and When Harry Met Sally, tied for the bottom. And then in 101th place, 16.12%, Kramer versus Kramer. In a a hundredth place with a 16.44. What about Bob? And in 99th with a 19.07%, it's the 1995 version of Sabrina. <laughs> so do you think I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry is going to do worse than those movies? Where do you think it's going to end mean, up? It's got to, it is going to end up worse than these movies, but it definitely is gayer than Goodwill Hunting. Like, like there's no argument there. <laughs> like whether it's positive or negative. <laughs> Definitely right, yeah, more yeah. gay uh, solely because I didn't understand the premise of your show when I came on <laughs> with Goodwill Hunting. So I came in hot and then you're like, oh, we're trying to find the gayest movie ever. And it's like, copy that. OK, <laughs> well, I have to say, while watching it, I was while I hated it, it was filled with rage. I also was like. It could do it's well. Gonna score high. There's a lot of <laughs> yeah. categories it will do well in, and if the wheel is depending on the fate of the wheel, that could could really tip it. I do ways. say, and it, it made me really appreciate cruising, right? The movie and activity, <laughs> of course. Um, that's like that's horrible. I didn't even think of the movie. You were like, it made me like. I was like. Huh? <laughs> I just gotta get out of the house. Watching this movie made me realize that's why people walk around trying to fuck. They, or otherwise, yeah. you gotta watch. Why this am movie? I doing a podcast? Yeah, the rambles. Yeah. Right? <laughs> What's the point of any of this? But um, I should say, cruising is now on the Criterion Channel. Will uh, ten years from ten, twenty years from now, will I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry be on the Criterion Channel so. during Pride? Who knows? I don't think so. <laughs> I think cruising is actually like a real movie. You know what I mean? Like, sure. yeah, it's weird. It doesn't all work, but it has 
It's a real. It uh, is a movie. Yeah. <laughs> sure, it's a movie. <laughs> Cruising, I should say, is in thirty fifth place with a sixty nine point zero one percent. Okay, so maybe that's what you're shooting for. All right, let's get. So this first group of categories are the canon categories. So for each of these, we're going to score it on a scale between zero and a hundred. Then we take the average of all three of our scores. So, Gabrus, on a scale of zero to hundred, how would you score? I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry in actual gay characters. <laughs> 11? <laughs> 11, that's pretty say, good. I, I actually so. have to say this probably has more gay characters than most movies we have seen. Yes. If, Are, do if, they have lines? No. <laughs> Not always. <laughs> no. But you've got Eric Valentine, the son. I think we can all pretty much agree that he's gay. Yes, Lance yes. Bass, I think he plays a gay character. What about Richard yes. Chamberlain? Is his character... Uh, Councilman Banks? It's is he unclear, gay? I would say. I think, he, I think he's supposed to be gay, right? It's never really yeah. said, is the right? Thing. Yeah, he but if you go Bing to, Rames, he just walks is. really good. Bing Rames, <laughs> he just walks really good. when he walks into that jail cell. He's sashayed in, <laughs> twirling, Stops, hello boys, <laughs> dropped his fucking uh, cloak off and revealed you're free. <laughs> <laughs> We've death dropped all charges. <laughs> There's uh, also tons at like the the oh, yeah. AIDS gala. There's that. I mean, if you could go down this cast list, there's uh, John Radcliffe plays gay man number one. Johnny Luckett. Uh, what a great part. Gay man in courtroom. Tim Wiles plays gay friend. Jennifer Kushner plays lesbian. Uh, two people play gay party goers. Like there are people who are canonically gay in this movie that we don't get in most of the movies we have <laughs> talked about. This is true. So John, is this the movie you've hated the most that we've watched? Me? Yes. It made me angry and like I had to stop a lot and just like do something else for like 10 Breathe. minutes and then come back to it. <laughs> yeah, I, I it happened at first. I fell asleep during it and woke up and didn't care and came <laughs> didn't go back. Put, put it on for the back half this morning and was like, oh, <laughs> thank God. I thank God I know how it ends or else. <laughs> I checked to see, I assuming I think it's been on for like an hour or so, 45 minutes, and it had only been 25 minutes. And, and it's I'm like, <laughs> fuck you, movie. It's two it's, hours. It's yeah. two it's plus long. hours. Yeah, it's so Oof. long. If only gay people had an impact on the plot of the movie. Right. Sure. That's why that's why I gave it 11, which a high score because it features it has them in the movie. They hired extras who were <laughs> straight, most likely, and just labeled gay party goer number eight. But still, they're there. It's a binary. Right. Are they there? Are they not there? So they're there. So I'm going to go with an 11 and 11 out of 100. Mm hmm. It's still low for the treatment and the amount of time <laughs> and true. screen time they get. Quality, not so much quantity. I gotta like, are some they voice. like there are gay people, but are the, how many of them are actually like characters? You right. know what I mean? Right. right. Swartz, right. Robert Smigel as the Smigel. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think because so many people are gay, I'm gonna have to go 80. 80. Wow. Yeah, I'll go. I don't know. I gotta go 60, just because like there are a lot, but they're more like window dressing to me. But that's pretty high. Got a 50.33. Not as high as Best in Show, which got, got an 86. But higher than The Wedding Singer's 14. <laughs> nice. Right. Okay. Oh, because there's only the Boy George character. In, uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Singer. All right. The next category, Drag Queen Inspiration. Could a drag queen watch I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry and come away with a whole book of ideas? Apple costume. I'm here for it. <laughs> We've never seen it before. I, I, I'd love to see right. Apple costume. 
That one works for me. Firefighters are good. Like sure, I went down fire. I mean that whole party, that whole weird yeah you know, costume party. There's a lot of drag queen inspired. But uh, it's all like pretty basic. It's not like anything like, well, I've never seen that before. Right. There's nothing yeah. that if someone were to do it, you'd be like, that's an I pronounce you Chuck and Larry firefighter. I totally get <laughs> yeah, it. I know, for, <laughs> oh, that, I, I recognize this routine. This is I get from the reference. Chuck and Larry. Get the reference. You just don't want them to be doing the Rob Schneider character. No. Yes. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> How do you stand out as the worst, most offensive part of this movie? <laughs> that was 2000. He's doing Mickey Rooney. Even, you know, I think he is. Right. Quarter Filipino, and that is, I'm sure, what their justification is. Yes, I think he's married to a Filipino woman. Uh, he's married. Oh, well, then it's fine. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't. There's not much drag queen inspiration in this, I don't think. I don't think I'm being overly harsh. <laughs> I'm going to give it a, a 15 because I'd like to see, uh, uh, or I, I guess, are the scores like 64 is failing? Like, is, am I going too low here? No, right? No. It's not like there's passing. Great. It's not it's zero to 100. Yeah, right, okay, yeah. great. So I'm going to go with, I, I I guess I'll go with 26. 26? Out of 100. Yeah, I think there's like a couple of ideas. They're not iconic, but. But also, who would want to see, what drag audience wants to see a show based on I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I, I, I was thinking more like a drag queen could watch, get some inspo and be like, oh, yeah. that would be a fun thing to <laughs> Here's do. Here's a look. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. I'm all out of ideas. What do I do? <laughs> uh, Go back to this well again. I guess I'll rewatch Chuck and Larry. <laughs> of course, it's still in the player. Why do, no need to put it Never left. Yeah, I agree. There's nothing about it that's so iconically this movie. So I'm going to go 17. 17. I'll go 15. It's pretty rough. Given a 19.33, which is indeed the lowest in the last 16 <laughs> movies. Even The Wedding Singer did higher. They've got a 20. <laughs> All right, our next category. Oh, that makes <laughs> sense. Gay icons. Are there any gay icons in this movie? Well, we got Rachel Dratch. Rachel I think you some points. She's been on Billy on the Street a few times. Sure. sure. Tila Tequila. <laughs> who was she? Who was she in this? She was the, the She's alpha one of the Hooters. Hooters. <laughs> oh, an alpha Hooter. She was the alpha of the Hooters waitresses. And also Steve Buscemi, maybe for parting glances. Oh, John. A little bit. <laughs> a couple points. Steve Buscemi, actual firefighter in real life. I know. Yeah, right? yeah. His brother. I would say you have a stronger case with Richard Chamberlain. True. He's an out gay. I guess actor. Lance Bass. Oh, yeah. Not an icon, but yeah, he's up there. I mean, it's like you you can throw him a couple points. You throw him a couple. He's not not an icon. Try and think. He's no JC. No. Beale is not one. I wouldn't say so. No. She's more like a cardboard icon. Like of all the cardboard, <laughs> she's the most iconic. Although apparently she's great in the center. Haven't seen it. She is. Uh, the center was. Okay. The center season one is the one I watched. It was. It was cool. It was good. <laughs> it was. Did you want to elaborate on that? <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. It was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, Bill uh, Pullman is even like he plays a guy who's into a. He's got weird kink and he goes to a sex worker repeatedly and she like beats his fucking ass. And it's really fun. to watch. <laughs> it's insane to just see Bill Pullman, the president from Independence Day, getting his like hand stomped on by a sex worker. <laughs> And he's like investigating the case. <laughs> oh, wow. He's the wow. cop. It's like, that's just a side story for the cop. Like, it's such a weird, <laughs> such a weird show. Have you ever seen Hanzo the Razor, those samurai movies? I have not. No. 
they're like from the 70s and they're all like they have like sound they're like set in like you know the 1800s of japan but they have music like from shaft in them <laughs> but he's like this samurai detective but he spends a lot of time like he'll like fuck a bag of rice to build up like his tolerance he likes to like his like he wants to make his penis stronger that and mean... he like whips himself a lot <laughs> yeah remember that montage from mulan where they're fucking a bunch of bags of rice yeah Anyways, gay icons. Um, there's quick ones, but they're present when they're like buying things in the store. Like you see Cher, Barry Manilow CDs. Right. But they're only presented for mockery. So I do not <laughs> think we should give points for that. Yeah, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with uh, 19. 19. I'm going to go 24. I think there's a lot 24. of little things. There's a little thing. Yeah, I'll go 25. Giving it a 22.67, which is one point higher than Conan the Barbarian. Mm. Pretty good. All right, Gabrus, this is your category, the male gaze. How horny is the camera for the male form? <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's so weird. It's and we've got a shower scene. We got a shower. How is there not like a gay strip club scene or like a beefcake scene. I like get, a hot gay guy. Yeah. Right. I guess Ving Rhames is the hot. He does have an yeah. amazing body. Yeah. In this. yeah but it's just presented as like a joke. Right. It's so frustrating. <laughs> it's like, just have one hot gay guy, you know? <laughs> when you see how they treat the women in this movie. Right, right. You know what I mean? Compared <laughs> yeah, to how yeah. they treat the men, that's all you need to know. <laughs> Dennis Dugan, I think we know what side uh, his bread is buttered on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not the gay one. No. <laughs> Which we all know is the rind. <laughs> um, the very minimal male gaze upon male gazing. So I'm going to have to go with, I guess, hold on. Okay. There is the fireman calendar at the end. That's true. Yes, we see a little glimpse of Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler, like, you're like, oh, he actually does have a really good body. Yeah, Mr. February looks good. Uh, and then in that that we see, so I'm gonna give it because of just because of that I'm gonna give it 14. And finally, Dan Aykroyd in leather, what we've been wanting for years. <laughs> we've like had with that two Dalmatians giving middle fingers, <laughs> it's like just was every every actor that homophobic that they couldn't even like be sort of gay in there? Like, <laughs> yeah, like even just look like cliche gay in the pic. Like do something. Just like, it. Yeah, it, we're, yeah, we're at the end of the fucking movie. <laughs> David Spade has a lot to answer for. I'm not talking about this movie. <laughs> Forgot that David Spade is uh, in this movie. Doing a uh, little voice. <laughs> very fun voice and not shaving his beard, but in full drag. <laughs> I'll give it a 22 for that shower scene. 22. Yeah, I no, the shower scene's strong. Yeah, you're right. There's some, it's pretty male gazy in there. The one firefighter was hot, but like, but then like he talks. Mm -hmm. I kept like thinking taller tan and like has a, he looks like a Matt Cordova. For that's oh, I was going to say, I kept thinking it was Ryan Stanger. That's Dante. <laughs> <laughs> his name is Dante. Oh, you know his name. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's he's in a lot of what month is he, Gabrus? <laughs> have you guys seen uh Grandma's Boy? I have no, but I've heard yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah. Dante's in that. Uh, uh -huh. as a tall tan guy as well. Cool. But yeah, he's, his he's got a he's got a thing. Yeah, he he's like one of those dudes that's like still in like he's one of Sandler's like oldest friends him and like the kind of cross-eyed that guy like they're in like every Sandler movie 
nice. You know, that's nice. You can like help your friends out. I, I gotta when give I start Sandman making movies. I'll put you guys both in them. I promise. <laughs> I can't Please. make that promise for you guys, but <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> okay. Sand, Sandman fucking takes care of his friends. He puts the same people in, and that is at least I give him credit for that. That's he's loyal. definitely admirable. Yes. Yeah. You don't find that in this industry. No. Not often. No, bro. Uh, his wife is in this movie. Like everyone in his family is in this movie. <laughs> his wife plays the teacher, and his right. mom plays the lady who's like in Brooklyn. Is like that, 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 that. Like the lady is just like <laughs> screaming at them at one point as they're walking right. by. My baby's inside or whatever. The oh, fact, that lady. That's that's uh, Mama Sandler. Yeah, that's Mama Sandler. Well, I'm giving it a 19 in the male gaze. Giving it an 18.33, which is three points higher than The Wizard of Oz. Ooh, all right, pretty all right. good news. That's good news. All right, our next category: entrances with pizzazz. Jessica Biel had a pretty good one. They slow down the movie. She got a little. All I need is the air that I breathe. Uh, Spade has a, a introduction with a little pizzazz. <laughs> <I'm like>, sure. <laughs> right. Although that was actually Jessica Biel's ass. Oh, that makes sense. Thank Plus you, IMDb trivia. Thank you. That makes You're sense. Welcome. Yeah, it should be. <laughs> it wouldn't be that much of a misdirect if it was Spade's ass from the get go. It is crazy that I was watching this and like there's the big like the fire sequences like I like, oh, I guess I see why this cost eighty five million dollars, but it sure. also didn't need to. Right. And also no. how why it made so much. It made money. a like that would this would just be like a Netflix movie now. <laughs> I yeah, I mean, this would never get made now. His, his movies are Netflix movies yeah. now. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> right, and there's a lot of firefighters kicking open doors. That's oh, something. Yeah. That. That's pizzazzy. Ving Rhames walking walk into out. that fundraiser. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the shower walkout. The shower walkout and the walkout onto the basketball court when he comes out to Sandler. He kind of gets like a, it's not pizzazz, oh, right. but it's a dangerous entrance. And why do they think the one black guy is like a murderer? I know. I, mean, I, know, I feel like I know the answer to that question. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, it's. It's because it's Ving Rhames, but if you don't have any other black firefighters, it's hard yeah. not to say, <laughs> yeah. like, guys. <laughs> like, you can make the case that it's like, oh, Ving Rhames is a scary dude because he's a total badass. But if he's the right. one black guy and all the white guys are like, who's he? I'm scared of him. And then they find out he's gay and they're even more scared of him. <laughs> it's a bad look. Bad. Not a good one. So what do you want to give this for entrances with pizzazz? I'm going to go 38. 38. I will go 31. 31. I'll go 32. Giving an average of 33.67. All right, our next category, Hell on Heels. This is like feisty women who don't take no guff. We got a couple. There's a couple. We got Darla, Darla and Teresa Donna. Or Donna. I wrote down Teresa. I forget who Teresa. I think that's the maid or the nanny. Uh, Teresa is the, yes, is the maid. Oh, Mary yeah, Pat yeah. Gleason. But darling, Donna are the twins. Yeah. Oh, and then the twins are hell on high heels too. Yeah. Okay, I see that. Mm -hmm. Beal, not so much. She's Beal on terrible. heels. <laughs> Her character is like one who would say like my gaze. Right. She's like a lawyer who loves to make friendship bracelets. Sure. Her whole plot line where she goes from like I'm just so happy to have gay friends. It's so it's so that. Also, can you give me some sex tips because I can't keep a man. <laughs> All right, now we're kissing. I can't. It's like, wait, how did you? I understand Sandler, his right. awful motivation here, but what are you doing? <laughs> He's a married man. Yeah. He's your client. He's gay as far as you know. You're asking him how to fuck better and then kissing him on your bed. Like, 
You're the weirdo. Not a good lawyer. Yeah, no. <laughs> Not a good lawyer. But you're right. There are some hell on heels. I forgot, like, that little kid, the kid who's into tap is fucking fantastic in this movie. Oh, sure. I got to say, like, I mean, I know he's not in heels at any point, but <laughs> I was just I must have have a bit of a heel. He was a character I had forgotten about. And then watching this movie, I'm like, this is a really fucking great little. Role. If only the character was shown any love. That's <laughs> at any point. Wait, even while, while we're on this, this is the most fucked up thing that happens in the movie. I mean, and there's and this that's, a, that's quite a few. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, it's a fucking real arms race. here. That's a buffet. <laughs> but the most fucked up thing I think that happens in the movie is that Adam Sandler shows his friend's kid pornography. <laughs> he shows a right. child a porno to see their reaction. And gay or straight, if you're like seven and someone just holds a porno up into your face, <laughs> that's fucking illegal and traumatizing. <laughs> and he Trying. runs out and they're like, yep, he's gay. He couldn't look at open snatch in a magazine while he's in front of his entire family. He must be a homo. It's like, Growing what? up, the house uh, next door, it was a family and the, the dad was British. So we go over there and use the pool. But they had a calendar right next to the door, like on the way out to the pool. So you'd pass by it every time. And it was like full like penthouse. Like it was girls like in their kitchen. And I remember seeing wow. it like just going out to like spread eagle. You saw everything. <laughs> I remember seeing it be like six or seven thinking, oh, she looks wounded. <laughs> <laughs> She's hurt. <laughs> I thought she was hurt. <laughs> so hell on heels. <laughs> what do we want to give it? I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with 26 for the for the maid and the twins bringing a lot of heat, a lot of hell. <laughs> I mean, I think we got them. We, oh, we also have the the at the wedding, the the piano player wait, lady. She's kind of I'm going to go 41, 41. Uh, I'm going to go 20 just because like they're barely in the movie. True. And the main woman is terrible. So giving an average of 29, which is still three points higher than the wedding singer. So each shit drew Barrymore. <laughs> All right, next category, macabre. How macabre is this movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a scene when they're like looking through like the burnt out place and like poker, Kevin James says, I'm going to put this up your ass. Then Adam Sandler makes a joke about, I'll put it up your son's ass and he'll probably like it. Yeah. That was, yeah, that homophobia was crazy. Very macabre. About a child. Yeah, that was fucking weird. That bad, like awful <laughs> to hear out loud. Yeah, off-putting. <laughs> There's no real macabre in the movie, I would say, but I there is like a meta macabre surrounding the movie in a weird way, right? Like there's something sure. like evil and dark about the movie, the but fact it exists. Yeah, but not right. any. It's not any apparent on camera. Like there's not like a macabre. like you could be a fan of this movie and believe everything it says and still think uh, gay should not be allowed to adopt children. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know what's pretty macabre? Sandler saying he's going to put on his dead, his friend's dead wife pajamas. Just keeping those was macabre, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. We don't get like, you could really humanize Kevin James too as like a, a, a single dad widower, but he doesn't get any. No. <laughs> no, he doesn't like, that's such an easily sympathetic character that we just do not give a fuck about. <laughs> he needed <laughs> like a mayor of Easttown moment where he crawls into the attic or something yeah, or burns yes. his wife's pajamas <laughs> or <Yeah>. something. <laughs> He needed to support his fucking kids like on camera, like as part of the story, just see him backing his children up like would be no, right. So yeah. 
not to be terrified by them. All the macabre stuff isn't like positive macabre. It's all like bummer macabre. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's right, like yeah. Things we normally reward. It's not like uh, <laughs> the crow. Right. No, just... This is the anti the crow. <laughs> Let the record show. Put that on the poster. This movie needed Eric Draven. That was the only thing <laughs> that really could save this movie was the lead singer of Hangman's Joke. <laughs> oh, they do talk about, and I thought it was a crazy I feel like a lot of Sandler movies might have this like crazy tonal shifts where all of a sudden they're telling oh, yeah. a sad story about a dead kid in a pool. Yeah. That was yeah. the only time I genuinely laughed at this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? Where did this come from? You didn't earn this. Now it, feel, it feels so weird. <laughs> and that happens at like hour, like one hour and 54 minutes into the movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. No, 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 guys. We should be, this should, we should be at the we end of the credits. Up. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot to unpack here with this experience you had. <laughs> Maybe you're like numbing yourself with all this sex. Uh, so what do you want to give this for macabre? I'm going to go with nine. A nine. I'm also going to go with a nine. I'll go with a nine. Giving an average of nine, which is indeed the lowest and one point lower than The Wedding Singer. Flip that upside down and it's six, six, six. <laughs> macabre. <Whoa. Creepy. laughs> We're back to macabre, baby. <laughs> All right. Our next category, dramatic lighting. How dramatic is the lighting? This is shot in like a fucking high school classroom with the <laughs> right. This this movie looks like a Netflix movie. Like it's all bright. There's no real. Even when they like go into a burning building, it looks like it's a. It's just a, orange. It's, it's the yeah. exact same thing. It's just like we put the orange filter on. You can just walk around now. They couldn't care less. We're shooting for the improv. There's so little drama. <laughs> There's barely like True. forget, forget. Uh, fucking dramatic lighting. There's not even like, yeah. any drama. Basic there's no drama conflict. or lighting in this movie. <laughs> so no God, plot. Yeah, there's no plot. I have, there's like every like 10 minutes, I'd be like, what is going on? What are right. they doing? What are they well, waiting for? The amount of things fabricated for the movie. You know what I mean? Like the pension needing to be, be married so that he can buy this a one person comes by to investigate the house, but then another person's going to come by yeah. and be the, but also you need a lawyer and she's <laughs> like, blah, blah, blah. And also you need to start, you know, like it just, they keep piling on shit and you're like, who are all these? And people now it's a care? media event. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Cause apparently you can't be bisexual in this movie. Like he's with no. women. He's not gay. Dude. No. I meant to a uh, fuck. I, I meant to say that I wanted to start it off with being like the movie that doesn't recognize bisexuality like seems so easy for right. Sandler for his cover story uh, or for just saying yeah well this was before you know it was sexuality is a spectrum but like right, right, right. it wasn't back it was then, a binary yeah. at that time no, at that time it had to be <laughs> you're like buttholes or pussies those are the only like two the pole choices. of the hole that's it <laughs> I Paul V. Hole, uh, legendary. <laughs> All <queen>. rise. <laughs> All rise. <laughs> Just the polls. Uh, I give it what's a dramatic lighting? dramatic lighting four. a four. You read my mind. I was going to say four as well. Four. I thought the fire looked a little better than you guys are saying. So I'll give it a seven. <laughs> OK, OK. Uh, Given an average of five, which is uh, higher, almost double what the wedding singer got. <laughs> And I got a 2.67, but one point lower than best in show. Oh. All right, next category, vibrato. 
So for this, in addition to literal vibrato, which is with singing, it's anytime they take a moment and zhuzh it up, give it a little extra, more than the moment needs, but you like it usually. Yeah, I don't like any of it. Like all the women are like so stupid in this movie. So dumb. It's upsetting. <laughs> the, the, like I am, I'm very much into breasts and the Go Jessica on. Biel breast scene was like unsettling. <laughs> like I was like, yeah. I was like, this is so upsetting to me. I'm not either of the people participating in this scene. I have no horses in the race, but it's, it was stressing You're me. You're talking out. about when she has Adam Sandler, like grab her breasts to prove right. it. There's no implants in them. Yes. But it goes on for like a minute of him grabbing yes. and slapping her boobs. That I felt bad for Jessica Biel. That's, I was like, what? no, this should not be happening. No. So frequently with like weird sexual stuff like that. Now I put myself in the place of like the actors. It's like, so easy yeah, to be like, right. and I was just like, I'm, I don't even think I would be comfortable having my hands on Jessica Biel's tits that much. You know, I'd be like, <laughs> right. I feel like my, I feel like I, as a, a guy pretending to be gay in this movie, I would let go eventually. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. For you know, as my character as the gay fireman, I think I would let go of my lawyer's tits. <laughs> and poor Jessica, it'd be one thing if like, well, it's a really funny gag. Right. You know what I mean? Like the right, joke yeah. is so funny that it's kind of worth, you know what I mean? It pays off. Like, but no, no, absolutely I, not. She's just getting molested. Now, he, he, here's my here's my rewrite of the scene to try to make it slightly better. Please. We've yeah, been waiting. Uh, he starts groping her and she looks at him like, that's weird. You're doing it like um, uh, a straight man would. And he realizes that he's caught but he doesn't want to stop. So then he goes into like pretending he doesn't know how boobs work like that. <laughs> like at least like that's what I like. There's not even moments where they're pretending to be gay. That is offensive. They are still saying offensive things about gay. Right. Like, like <laughs> yeah. if if he just Eric, Sto if Kevin James just Eric Stone streets for the movie, you are like, <laughs> this is tacky as fuck. But He's it's better. not at least saying the F word and, right. oh, yeah. yeah, totally gay stuff. We're up there being gay, total gay sex, gay fucking. It's like right. if he was just like a super over the top, uncomfortable caricature of a gay man, like that would be less offensive than it is. I so much like of that. the humor, so much of the humor comes from a place of, can you imagine if these two guys is were gay? Crazy? Yeah. They seem like normal guys. <laughs> yeah. Normal guys gay? Can you imagine? And, and, I mean, and as someone who shops at the West Hollywood Gelson's, that is what a lot of gay couples look like. <laughs> The summer I yeah. came out, my gay friends took me to like the gay sex theater, essentially. <laughs> and we walked in and it was the first time I was like, oh, there's gay people that look like they go to Home Depot. <laughs> yeah. it's real eye opener. A lot of gay men look like Colin Quinn. OK, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <right. laughs> that's wonderful and disappointing. <laughs> well, it must be good news if you're like a. Uh, a closeted budding schlub uh, homosexual, and you learn. You're so burning. And you learn. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm just picturing. And then you learn, like, oh, you don't have to this be regular gayness. Yeah, like you yeah. can be a uh, normal, and and you can still date men. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my reference is a great regular gayness. Yeah, I'm, I'm a nice young, hip ally. <laughs> so, what do you want to give this for vibrato? I'm going to give this a 31 in vibrato solely for Ving Rhames' solo. 
Sure. You I know it's not actual vibrato. No, that's, that's it is. He's singing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I do think they're they're trying something special in the movie, and that's a big swing from everyone. Right. And I just want to give Ving Rhames credit because I feel awful that he has on his resume. <laughs> I know they, he can't take it off. It's like no just call, just well. do only Mission Impossibles, dude. <laughs> the tagline for this movie should have been "No one gets away clean," <laughs> which is true of a lot of gay sex. That's true. Um, <laughs> I think in addition to that, you Lance Bass also sings. There was a the thing- funny thing about Lance, but he sings for two seconds. Right. And then the person next to him just overpowers him completely. And then I thought, and does Lance the- Bass have any solo albums? <laughs> Can Lance Bass sing? I don't know. And the person who overpowers either. him is not recognizable. <laughs> no, no, like- they're awful. <laughs> you got to feel like such shit. Like, oh, that's Boy George. So, of course. Yeah. <laughs> right. John, what are you going to give it? I also thought, I mean, I think there's a lot of vibrato that is sort of terrible. Like, like I just said, the montage of just like, oh, here are all these CDs. In that shopping sequence, too, there also was, I did, my husband and I did laugh at one point, Adam Sandler in his cart was a plunger and a big tub of Crisco and a, and a doll. We're like, okay, some prop a person doll. had a weird, uh, was having fun. <laughs> a prop I'm, person who never met a gay person. Right, having some exactly. Good time. They're like, they're like the plungers. plunger and the Crisco, I have no problem with. But <laughs> a doll? doll? Where's the story going? <laughs> it's a dumb joke, but the, one of the jokes that works for me in this movie is when their garbage isn't gay enough. Uh, and uh, Sandler takes two lemons and a cucumber <laughs> and carries it over to the garbage and drops it in. It's like, I'll show them. And it's like, to, that made me laugh so much because that was like, oh, it's like 11 layers of dumb. It makes no yes, sense. But then so- moments like that are undercut because immediately following that, he like grabs the son's like songbook of Annie, get your gun and throws it in the trash. Yes. With no repercussions for like this shitty, they never say like, I'm sorry for mocking you constantly. I feel like they think the apology is when Sandler says, I've been working with him on his tap routine a lot or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) right. Yeah. And you're supposed to like, you're like, okay, that feels (laughs) that outright hateful anymore. (laughs) If anyone saw the three hour cut, uh, is there more? Maybe they saw that scene. Is that if anyone, Mark? Grooming scene, I don't remember. I barely remember watching this last night uh john what do you want to give it for vibrato i mean it's got a lot of bad vibrato but it has it so i'm gonna go 37 37 one part i shouldn't have laughed but i did (laughs) all right and i felt bad is when they're taking the big fat guy out on the forklift and he goes take me to a deli (laughs) yeah that was (laughs) so stupid the fact that emts are operating the forklift is funny to me like it's (laughs) (laughs) and then rolling down the stairs crazy yeah, like, uh, we you know what we've, we've been racist we've been homophobic should we fat shame of course uh, watching that scene, i was like yes. i was in my head i was like it would be funny if i did when i watched the movie this part of the movie last night i said it'd be really funny if i got like super serious about how offensive this movie was with john and mark but then my <laughs> the thing i went against was just yeah. how they treated the Body fat shame. character never mentioning any of the gay stuff like <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I mean that stuff didn't bother me, but the way they treat that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was positive. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give it a 20 for vibrato. I thought it was pretty rough. Giving it a 29.33, which is the lowest, even 10 points lower than I Tanya. All right, next category: footwork. There's, There's actually a bunch of footwork. There's, There's a decent that little kid can tap dance. Little kid can tap dance. They had dance at the wedding, all the basketball games. There's some footwork going on there. Swartzen dances big time at the gala. Uh, they slow dance yeah. at the gala. Uh, 
right? Ronaldo does a little dance when he thinks gay guys like him in the courthouse. Nick Swartzen always makes me uncomfortable. I thought it was so funny on Reno 911, but right now, whenever I see him pop up at things, I feel like I feel like he's got a lot of personal problems. I feel like he and Andy Dick would be the worst thing for each other. <laughs> or maybe the best thing? Or like a Sid and Nancy maybe. kind of thing? Let's yeah. make Sid and Nancy with Andy Dick and Nick Swartzen. Perfect. That or Thelma and Louise, one of the two. A lot of dancing. There's a, the movie ends on a very weird shot of them dancing on a the dance floor and then the camera booms up and then you see like they've fallen into the Niagara Falls. Like it dissolves over the shot of the Niagara Falls. So it looks like they're like dancing into nothingness. <laughs> to oblivion. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give this uh, uh, a 62 in footwork. 62, some of the best dancing ever put to film. <laughs> yeah, that's what a 62 means, Mark. <laughs> Anything over 50. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was gonna go 65. There's, I mean, there's, 65. there's a significant amount of footwork. That kid was like a tap dance champion, apparently. He, this yeah. is his only film credit. Oh, he's like, I've explored nothing more. I peaked. <laughs> well, if, if honestly, and I don't know if the actor was actually the, the child actor was actually gay, but. Uh -huh. If you are a gay budding actor and you get it, you do this movie, you might not ever do another movie. You might go like, <laughs> so, uh, Hollywood's not for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, thank you. <laughs> if these are the roles wear, around yeah. for gay children, I'm fucking out of here. Because <laughs> you're aware you're the butt of the joke in these scenes. Right. You mean, have yeah. <laughs> like, well, this sucks. <laughs> Sorry, Sandman. I know you gave me a PlayStation, but it's not worth it. <laughs> All right, our next category, spank bank deposits. Anything you're putting away in the spank bank? I mean, there's the shower scene. There's the shower scene. There are some good butts in there. Yeah. I, I, You'd have to be very desperate. There's also, yeah. this. we're getting into dodgy territory because we're, we're rating <laughs> Various on spank how, banks. We're rate, rating on how gay the, of a movie it is, but yes. there are some spank bank stuff for, for the straights in this movie, surprisingly Oh, enough. good. Glad. Good for them. Good. Finally, surprisingly yeah. enough, there's a lot for straights in this movie. That's a loving look yeah. at uh, gay love. Yeah, <laughs> they couldn't even kiss. That drove was shocking me to me. Up a yeah. fucking wall. They don't even do the embarrassingly like fucking pandering straight dudes right. kissing that gets like applause at Harold Night or whatever. Like, yeah, I can't right? believe they don't. At, they don't even go for the that low-hanging fruit which is higher than <laughs> what they're of words yes <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh like they don't even go for that they can't, that's too much of a reach for them <laughs> it's like we should get <laughs> and it's right, and it's hack God. they're like they, right, yeah. like, someone had to pitch it they're like hack. no that's hack <laughs> yeah we want it we're aiming for below hack like we're <laughs> yeah because <laughs> oh you know why they wouldn't do hack comedy because it's inherently at least comedy. <laughs> Earn. Take that. I that I couldn't. I was like, oh, I don't remember them kissing in this movie. And then I was like, of course they don't. This is so. <laughs> I feel like Adam Sandler and Kevin James would now. The, yeah, they should now if they're going to. They should. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Let's but have a sequel. That sort That'd of. Be <laughs> it'd be really funny if after the chief interrupts them and they all go through all that stuff and they didn't kiss and they were like but we do find you innocent they like turned to each other and went yes and kissed like on the lips <laughs> but they like, do it as a joke and then they lean back and they're like i actually like the taste of that and then go back in <laughs> stubble stubble's nice <laughs> oh yeah that's something i 
I guess I don't think about. <laughs> First time I kissed a guy, I was like, oh, stubble feels really nice. <laughs> I could get I could get used to this. He did not like when I said that. <laughs> mm, I could get mm. used to this. <laughs> Took off my glasses, put them back on. Am I seeing this? Tongue rolling, unrolling. So speaking of spank bank deposits, what do you want to give it for spank bank deposits? I'm going to give it a 28 for the hot twin. Twins, the hot female twins, and then shower shower sequence has tons of sexy firemen damp. So sure, <laughs> mostly damp. Yeah, two together gives it a whatever I said a twenty six. I'll go nineteen. Nineteen. Um, yeah, I'll go twenty four. Giving an average of twenty three. Pretty good. That's a uh, nineteen points higher than Ladybird. All right. All right. Next category. Oh, I was cranking off the whole time I was watching (laughs) Lady Bird. (laughs) Well, you love a thrift store. Yeah. (laughs) Our next category on a scale of zero to 100, how likely are you to recommend I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry to a gay person? (laughs) Okay. Uh, (laughs) I want to say zero, but I do feel like I, I would say to you guys, or and some of my other gay movie buff friends of like, have you watched Chuck and Larry? <laughs> Just seen how bad I don't I would feel uncomfortable saying you should check it out, but I, I would be like, Are you do you want to hate something? I uh, checked it like so I, I'm gonna go with like it's almost three. as a cultural artifact. Yeah, it's all yeah. it's almost like yeah, it's like, do you wanna just see like how even in 2007 we were still getting it wrong, like, yeah. like, like way wrong. Like there are there 90s worse... movies I remember that were like better with. <laughs> Would you say this is the worst like Happy Madison movie? Yeah, potentially. I mean, it's remove the offensive like material, like uh, remove the fact like like the datedness of it, the datedness of it, the homophobia of it all, and it's still not. It's not like you, oh, we can laugh at this, but be like, that's not really funny. Even like, even like an awful bigot wouldn't find, like, this movie's still not funny. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. even if you agree with all the negative viewpoints that are being expressed, <laughs> I still don't think, I can't even place where you would laugh in this movie. If you're Jeff Dunham's got punchlines. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. That Ahmed I mean, the terrorist, he's got jokes. <laughs> he certainly does. <laughs> At least they have the structure of right, right, exactly. <laughs> so a three. There's something about it that is almost impressive, and how consistently it is gets it wrong. Like it's not just bad in one way or a couple. It's not bad a handful of times. It's bad pretty consistently. And it's not just the homophobia. It's also the racism. It's also the misogyny. It's yeah. also the fat shaming. Yeah. There's a way in which it's like you, you really almost didn't leave and any it's not like it came unturned. from the 60s or the 70s where that was like oh that's what you know nobody knew nothing right, right. Like, <laughs> this came out in 2007 <laughs> but i also i mean to be fair to 2007 i feel like even when it came out people were like this we shouldn't be making this movie right now yes right. i do think i do think there was a backlash not not enough to I mean, put to a ding against 180 million dollars yeah. yeah still cleaned up <laughs> but i will also give it a three a three. I'll give it a a one, I think. Like only if you're like a real Rachel Dratch completist. <laughs> sure. That's about it. Giving it a 2.33, which is indeed the lowest we've had. Lowest, uh, eat pray love with a 20. 
All right, now we are into the wheel categories. So these are all categories that previous guests have brought in and we've put them all on this wheel, which is an app on my phone. We're gonna spin it four times, whatever category randomly pops up, that's how we will judge it. And then after that, you will come up with a category which we will add to the wheel. Oh okay. shit. Okay. See, it's all paying off, Gabriel. Don't worry, there's only about 40 more categories. <laughs> <laughs> okay, pet obsession. Pet obsession. Is anyone obsessed with their pets? Are there any animals? I don't think there are. Do they even rest the firefighters don't like rescue any animals or anything? There's that no... rat on the stick. I think that's it. Oh yeah. The rat on... yeah, and right? they're not it's not a pet. They're not obsessed with it. There's no gerbil <laughs> jokes. Like I literally that's where my brain went. I'm like, is there like a gerbil reference? Because that this this movie might would be the kind of movie that did that. Fuck. No, no pet obsession. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm tapped. I'm gonna have to go with I'm gonna have to go with three. A three, just in case we're forgetting something. Yep. Yeah, I'll give it a three as well for that. I'll give it a three as well. Giving it an average of three. Okay. I used to have a boyfriend. He had a little white dog he called Cartier. Ooh, fancy. <laughs> it was fancy. <laughs> okay, this one, usage of a queen song. Oh, oh shit. This one fucking. Got two. Yeah. Under I mean, pressure. it's got the and entire then, third act. You're my best yeah. friend. <laughs> You're my best yeah. friend. They play a lot wow. of fucking queen in this movie. Like, yeah. it's so obviously what a 45-year-old man in 2007 <laughs> would put right. in his movie was, about was on his yeah. iPod. Yeah, yeah. Delight, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, but so two Freddie Mercury. Two. Two, two queen songs. That's... Which is one more than where this came from, which was Wayne's World. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay, yeah. So I'm going to have to go with, I'm going to go with, 63 63 only like highlander could be any gayer in this or the category. flash or the flash or, or the flash bohemian gordon. rhapsody yeah, flash, uh, gordon. flash gordon that's yes. right i call it the flash <laughs> oh you know him uh, <laughs> you mean of ricky and the flash <laughs> <laughs> yeah more like ricky and the hot flash <laughs> I'll go because it's got two. I'll give it a 77. 77. You got to have somewhere to go when someone inevitably brings in Flash Gordon. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, I'll give it a 75. I mean, that movie might win way more categories. Go, Flash, go. <laughs> I used to love that movie. That would be our like weekend afternoon TV staple. They would always show it. You should have all the action boys on for a mega episode to cover Flash Gordon because we covered it and we all absolutely love it. Oh, it's I fun, love that right? movie. It's uh, Tiffany like cried during it. She was like, "This movie is so <laughs> inspirational." Like she loved it. Everything about like the, the aesthetics vision. of it, the aesthetics of it, <laughs> were like right in her wheelhouse. Like the coloring, style. that's all that fake. Like the yeah, fake looks right. better than reality. Yeah, I just I love, I love it too. Yeah, and it's she's so got to watch a Douglas Sirk movie. Tell her to watch All That Heaven Allows. All That Heaven Allows. Okay. Yeah, I'll let her know. Um, <laughs> because also you can have uh, me. Ben and Stanger act out the three main uh, male characters from Flash Gordon. Stanger is, of course, Flash. Um, I've had that okay. dream. <laughs> I know. Ben, well, can, can, I've written that fanfic. Follow but... this because this Ben Rogers has the Roger Dalton character uh, or the Timothy Dalton character. Okay. Uh, the green, the green prince. Oh, the cool yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah. yeah, and then me as the fucking hawk. Oh, guy. Yeah. <laughs> like he was uh, from Tevia, whatever his name is in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. All three of us. All three of us look. That's pretty good, Casting. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> and John could be Ming. Oh. <laughs> and Rob Schneider as Am Ming. I... <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, this next category, makeover montage. Well, they do go shopping, but she never like leaves wearing it. You know what I mean? Okay, Mark, I have to say when this happened, this montage, I was like, Mark, you have to give this a hundred. I would say it's a shopping montage, but not really a makeover montage. Mark, she is shopping for clothes and it is literally two girls just want to have fun. And for but the she last never two comes years, out. She anytime never wears someone anything. says makeover montage, you go, you know, when it's like you go to the mall and you're listening to girls just want to have hear fun you. and you're going shopping. <laughs> and now it is, here it is. We all literally. say things we regret, John, okay? <laughs> I hear you, John, I, I hear you. This is the John Wick 3 but it's of not, makeover though. montages. But it's not though. <laughs> Because she doesn't actually wear the clothes, they just hold them up. She's not, it's a shopping, choosing clothes montage, not actual make. She's not getting the makeover. Are they getting the makeover when they get all the stuff? I'm not saying it's a zero. Are, are Chuck and Larry <laughs> getting the makeover when they start buying all the gay stuff that they that oh, they think sure. is gay? That's right? a little bit it's of a, a makeover. Montover. Yeah. Yeah, maybe there's something. Maybe yeah. I'm gonna. I just it isn't that pure. Like she needs to come out in the art. You know what I mean? I have to tell you, you sound ridiculous. By, she needs a reveal. Years, God forbid. Like, this I is sound what ridiculous. This is. And then this shows up. You're like, but no, I've got a. How dare you accuse me of sounding ridiculous when we discuss what constitutes a makeover montage? How dare you? Where is your integrity, sir? Where is your integrity? I have it. It's too makeover mont. Definitely yes, montage. Yes, but I'd say it's more of a shopping montage. It is not oh quite the ideal. It's oh not a hundred. <laughs> uh, well, I don't give a fuck what either of you think is or isn't a makeover montage because I'm giving this shit a 71. 71. I'm sorry. I think you have to go 100 on this one. 100. John, you don't know what a makeover is. I'm giving it a <laughs> oh. 75. Wow. 75. That's wow. pretty good. Got an 82. You literally for two years have been like, this is a makeover montage. Anything that's And this not wasn't that. that. It 100% was that. She doesn't wear the clothes. <laughs> oh, goodness. It's All not right. a pure, but it's a shopping <laughs> montage. I'm the first person to nitpick on a podcast. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wearing another's clothes. Does that happen? Do that? I mean, like they go to a costume party. But that's like their costumes. They never go you think that that apple was made to order for Kevin James? I think I mean, he think, rented it. I think it's safe to say Sandler's wearing Count Dracula's clothes. <laughs> Chilling. Vlad the Impaler. Go back to Macabre. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like the, the vampire could have hit for Macabre a little bit. That's <laughs> Chilly, yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to go with three, which is, again, my lowest where I'm afraid to say zero. Yeah. You don't want to get hate online. I don't want people to be like, oh, yeah, well, doesn't this constitute hell on heels? You're like, oh, sorry. Mutes. Doing two years of the show, I don't think that's ever happened. I don't think <laughs> what I've learned, people don't really care. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I wish we'd get some hate. Please let me know. Get that's angry, like, people, or you're not paying attention. The double-edged sword of a bigger audience. Like, I don't have any problems either, but the Doughboys are constantly, like, having to right. do, like, defense and shit. It's because people are like, right. how dare you say that about the Taco Bell fucking quesadillas, you monster yeah. pigs? It's like, whoa. You should have never booked the CEO of Halliburton. I'm sorry. <laughs> Eric Prince. <laughs> Talking about Krispy Kreme. Um, John, what do you want to give it? Uh, I think because there's also like them pretending to be other people, I'll give it a nine. A nine. Uh, I'll give it a five. Give it an average of 5.67. All right, Gabriel, the time has come for you to add a category that we can add to the wheel to judge how gay this movie is in all subsequent movies. Drinks thrown in faces. 
That's good. <laughs> as that's that, good as one. that, because now you have the wheel. I feel less <laughs> beholden. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I feel okay not pimping you guys. Doesn't dealing with this all encompassing. Yeah, but I like that male gaze made it to the. <laughs> oh, oh, you're yeah, canon. Yeah, <laughs> you're canon, baby. That's all I ever wanted. Okay, so my category. And I don't even know if it happens in this movie, so I yeah, maybe I, don't pick, know if it does. I maybe pick something purposely to tank the score, but it is something that I think is gay culture in a way. Uh, due to and yet you don't like Bravo shows, so it's kind of weird. I don't like Bravo shows, but I'm verse. I I was on Watch What Happens Live, so you know, right. You bartended. Yeah, I bartended. That, was that how was that experience? Uh, Andy was a dick to me. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Jonas was awesome and Andy was a pr- or one of the Jonases, maybe the less famous one. Is there the, a- uh, the, the ones who aren't Nick? David Jonas. is a Nick and David David Jonas. Yeah. I think it might have been Nick. It was one of the Jonases. He was really kind to me. And Andy did not like me because I was funny and like, yeah, I was funnier than he was. One. Yeah. And he wants to be the funny one, which is a bummer. I guess you can never hang out with comedians. <laughs> 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 I guess it's just easy to be the funniest person at the Real Housewives reunion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Just me and eight megalomaniacs. Of course, you can get some jokes off. <laughs> Team of writers, all that. Yeah, no worries, Andy. So what would you give uh, drinks thrown in faces? Three. <laughs> Three. <laughs> Do we think at the party, are there any drinks thrown in faces at the Ooh. fundraiser? Because there's no drama until they get outside. But are people throwing you know? drinks at them outside even? You could say metaphorically something like, oh, I caught you drinking. You know what I mean? If there's something like that that happens. <laughs> throwing like, drinking I can in smell someone's it on your, face. Yeah. Yeah. Right, throwing yeah. the concept of drinking into yeah. someone's face. Yeah, you got to throw that. You're off the wagon again, Bill. <laughs> and you wrote the book. Did you throw a drink in her face or did you throw drinking into her face? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> She's starting. Very different. She's starting. <laughs> She's running. Yeah, I'll go 12. 12 based on nothing? Yeah, concept. uh, <laughs> concepts. I'll give it a three as well. That seems safe. I don't want to get any hate. Give it an average of six. All right, Gabers, now we are to the bonus categories. Oh, great. <laughs> don't worry, there are <laughs> less of these. <laughs> there has to be. So, the, <laughs> so these are all just bonus. So if it doesn't do well in any of these categories, it doesn't work against the score. Don't it's just worry. Zero to 10. Okay, got it. It'll just be extra bonus points. All right. The first one on scale of zero to ten. How would you rate? I now pronounce Chuck you you ah, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry in musical potential. Zero to ten, you said? Correct. Yeah. Uh six. <laughs> you think Broadway would embrace? I don't I think don't... I think you could turn it right. into a musical. I don't know if it, it'll be <laughs> Anyone successful. Would buy yeah. But <laughs> it'd be like a if you let Nickelback hire catalog. some fucking gay uh if there, if there are any gay playwrights out there that could uh <laughs> turn this into Are there any gay people with Broadway experience? Tony you guys see Tony Kushner's <laughs> six hours? <laughs> Two part, you haven't seen it on both nights. <laughs> uh, it's immersive, but I'll give it a six because it's like got enough cast members and uh, and a there's dominant, tap dancing, there's there's, there's a far, it's almost like a farce element, yeah, you know, yeah. like a birdcage pretending to be something. Exactly. It's an anti birdcage. What was the reaction towards uh, birdcage? Uh, when it came out, if you guys, I mean, I know you guys were in your late thirties when Birdcage came out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was finding my retirement. I just, yeah, <laughs> just got my first letter from AARP on my fiftieth anniversary cruise. Um, <laughs> see if I can recall that far back. 
got my hip replaced. Um, <laughs> I think it was generally considered positive because Elaine May wrote it. Nathan Lane, even though he wasn't out then, was at least in it. Yeah, and and the premise is sort of like it's anything based on Lacage. So yeah, it's hearts but, in the right. But anything place. that's it's hearts in the right place. But anyone that's like Gene Hackman, the characters they're supposed to be. But, you, know, you laugh yes. at them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we they, love the gay couple, the right? Movie, and, yeah. and that's the thing. The, that ca- I love the Birdcage. It's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> sure, <course>. sure. <laughs> Wait, that's like any movie from like the '90s. There's elements of it that haven't aged well. You know, right. which is true right. of most movies. Exactly. And Kazaria's yeah. take. Mm. Yeah, and that's even like uh, maybe not even. That's more offensive to. Middle Eastern, Greek, Mediterranean people <laughs> than gay yeah. people. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this Not is also his people? first time doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Hank Azaria is like, at, at some point, you look back at yours and be like, I think I made enough money doing other people's voices. Let me yeah. back it off for a little bit. <laughs> uh, John, what do you want to give it for a musical potential? Yeah, I think you could make a musical out of it. I'll give it a seven. Uh, would you pitch it to Rockwell? I would not. Really? <laughs> I mean, if you fucking did like a takedown musical version of it, that would be fucking. I mean, yeah, I think there's a way to do it, but it's sort of like what you would have to do with like a showgirls or something like that, where you're not genuinely taking it, you're, you're lampooning it. You embrace it. Yeah. Saying, yeah. <laughs> or you're losing it to make a larger commentary. Uh, giving it a 6.33, which is uh, pretty low, but almost twice what the man from Uncle got. <laughs> Harder for action scenes. All right, next category Queer Menace. Are there any queer menaces in this? <laughs> oh, okay. Not menace f- for queer. Not people. gay panic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but people like queer people that inspire terror in like boring straight people, and we'd live for it, you know? <laughs> right. Vincent Price um, has shown up or something. I almost think like Kevin Jane's son, because like everyone is so like repulsed. Yeah. Yeah, he makes him uncomfortable. But we like him. I'll give it, I'll give it, I'll give it four points in queer four. menace. Yeah. I'll give it two. Two. We'll give it a three. Giving it a three. All right. This one might be okay. We'll see. Character actress makes a big swing. I think you got Rachel Dratch. Yeah. She's making the most out of her one scene. The woman who plays Teresa. Mary Pat. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's fun. She's been in a million. She's one of those people you're like, she's been in a million things and I couldn't tell you one of them. (laughs) Right. But I've seen her in 10 million things. And her character is that is a big swing, what she's going for there. Yeah. (laughs) That feels like a bigger swing than Rachel Trash. Yeah. To be fair. Sure. Ooh. And then any Beals going for a swing, kind (laughs) of. My favorite character actress. Right. Uh, and okay, so that's the three women in the movie. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> two of them are one scene. One of them, <laughs> Tila Tequila, making some big choices. Ooh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. And they have the one Bend woman over. who's the doctor that she shows up later in lingerie. Like she can't oh, just yeah. be oh, the doctor. Right. Dr. Honey. <laughs> Dr. Honey. Right. That's what he calls her. Oh, that was that bothered me too when she showed up. It's like, give her some fucking agency. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go with two. A two. Uh, yeah, I'll go two as well. That sounds right. Two. I'm going to go three for the lady who played Teresa. Mary Pat Gleason. That's the one. All right, next category. Witches. How witchy is this movie? It's not very witchy, no, I have to say. At one point, Jessica Beale says, it's a witch hunt. So... <laughs> There you go. Someone said the word witch. So I wrote it down. Okay. I'm going to have to go with a three then. (laughs) Three. (laughs) I'll give it up. Oh, wait, no. This is the the bonus. I'm going to have to go with with one. I'm going to have to go with one. 
I'm going to go with the zero. <laughs> a zero. I'll go with one for the share, like greatest hits out, because it might have had Dark Lady on it. Okay. Or Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves. Ooh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Giving it a 0.67, which is tying it with the wedding singer, ironically. Mm-hmm. Is that ironic? <laughs> I don't think so. All right. Next category gay actors playing gay roles. Well, we got Lance one. Bass. Oh, Lance Bass. He's not really gay in the movie, per se. He's, he's just like, <laughs> right. I think he's there being oversung. Right. We don't know about Richard Chamberlain's character, if he's gay or not. A lot of those people at the party must have been actually gay. Yeah. Yeah. And I did do some research on, you know, person who played gay party goer. Um, gay, yeah, gay friends. I couldn't their find anything. Oh. I couldn't find anything. Their bios were pretty light on IMDb. <laughs> The, th- the fact that there's not that many gay characters with names in this movie is a real <laughs> right. fucking yeah. problem. Real indictment. Yeah. True. Uh, but I, there are some gay actors playing, so I'm going to go with two. Two. I'll also go with the two. Two. Yeah, I'll go two. Why not? All right, next category. Themes of mothers. Did have Kevin James's wife died a year ago. So there's a lot of talk That seems her. more like a theme of wife than theme of mother. True. Uh, but she is the mother to the kids. And I think Sandler fucking the maid is sort of like an Oedipal thing. <laughs> sure. Okay. There's the apartment fire. The woman's like, my baby's in there. My baby. Yeah, that's so a there mother. you go. That's, that's a, a theme. Huge theme in the movie. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with zero. Zero. I'll give it a one. I'll give it a one as well. Giving it a 0.67. Tying it with waiting for Guffman. All right, our next category: pearl clutching. I mean, More there's a lot. Scandalized? There's a lot of gay panic in this movie, so there's sort of most. I believe that was the alternate title. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I'm gonna go with four. There's a lot of pearl clutching, and all the um, protesters outside the gala. Yeah, right. I like that weird <laughs> that weird guy who's like the extra next to Cordry. Cordry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like such a, a Sandler thing to be like, and we'll just have some crazy old man also be there. <laughs> like, yeah. And like I feel like they cast actors that look and sound like Sandler impressions sometimes. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? That Where it's like, sense. I don't know. This old man is like, yeah, Yo, you homos make me sick. And he, everyone's like, that's actually a really funny. We're just finding actors. They killed in the like room. Yeah, 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 yeah. They loved the table read. So yeah. we got to go well, that we can't way. Nutty that. Professor Sandman because he doesn't want to <laughs> even wear wardrobe as his characters. <laughs> I think there is a lot of it within the movie. So I'm going to go six. Six. Um, yeah, I'll give it a six, giving it a 5.33. All right, now it's the last of the bonus categories. Quips. How quippy is I now pronounce you, Chuck and Larry? Any lines you're gonna say to your buddies? There's not a lot. There's not a lot to um parsing through it right now. Quipping is below a joke in like <laughs> skill level. I sure. would say like it's easier to be quippy than it is to be funny. It's easier to Say a it's quip. a reflex, yeah, it's right, like, yeah, yeah, a retort, yeah. But I think there's not even <laughs> much quippiness in this fucking movie. It's like the only one I wrote down is when the guy said, I'm a 10, and the other guy says, On a scale of 100, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and again, that's just a random old janitor guy getting that line, yeah. <laughs> Maybe a gay character playing a gay actor there, maybe. Who we knows? have no <laughs> idea, we'll never know, we'll never we know. Don't get enough time with him, no. Uh, <laughs> I got to say uh, one. A one. I'll go one as well. I'm also going to go 
one. Give it an average of one. Tying it with Conan the Barbarian in quips. All right, now we are into the iconic categories. We're back to zero to 100. These are larger umbrella categories, you'll see. All right, the first one, on a scale of zero to 100, how would you rate, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, in homoeroticism? How homoerotic is this movie? I'm going to go with 19 for, the shower scene isn't really homoerotic, but it is a lot of, you know, there's naked males. Naked males, Open himself up. Yeah. It's shocking that this is PG-13 to me. Like, I thought it was R. (laughs) How many times they say the F-bomb? Yeah, well, this is crazy. 2007, you can say... You can't say <laughs> fuck, but you no. can say the F word. <laughs> That's right. how wrong Thank 2000 is. Actually, in PG-13, you can only say the uh, you can only say fuck once, but you could say the F word as many times you want, apparently. And it can't be as a verb. It can't be like, I want to fuck you. Yeah, it can't be you can like, only this say once. Guy. It's got to be an expletive. Yeah. Or like, oh, fuck. Worth it. <laughs> you got to earn that. I'll, yeah, for the shower scene, I'll give it an 11. 11. But it's like having to go through like a field of razor blades to get like a shot of like Absolutely. a little bit of man flesh. Like it's not it's a, not worth the journey. Um, I'll give it a 12. Give it a 14. All right, next category, over the top wardrobe. How over the top are the clothes in this? Well, Sandler's peacock jacket at the end was a little... Oh, they both. Ha- that was they, so weird. They both put on like gay suits yeah. uh, for their uh, court case. I also wrote, is Rob Schneider's prosthetic nose considered wardrobe? <laughs> I mean, it's definitely over the top. Yeah. Across the line. Sure. Yeah. I guess I got to go with funny for a movie that's so over the top in so many categories. It's not <laughs> over the top in wardrobe at all. So it's I'm- a lot of like a sports T-shirts. Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, uh, 15 for the costumes. So you're saying people shouldn't watch Happy Madison movies for the clothes? <laughs> no, no, they should They're not. They're not unless, unless you're huge fans of like long basketball shorts and big <laughs> Well, sweaters. Kevin Smith is my fashion icon. So. Oh, fa- okay, then you're made in the shape. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll go 11. 11. I'm going to go eight. Pretty dismal. Uh, giving it an average of 11.33, which is seven points higher than Lady Bird. Hey, how'd that happen? Uh, all right, next category, Camp Factor. How campy is I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry? This is always like camp I have a hard time. Like camp for me is like the Supreme Court with porn. You know, <laughs> you know I don't know how to describe it, it, but I know it when I see it. And guess what? I ain't see a fucking lick of it in this fucking movie, dude. <laughs> But I'm going to give it a three. (laughs) A three. (laughs) I thought I actually thought Dan Aykroyd was kind of campy in it. Like his performance felt a little from a different generation. I could see that. And it did. I did write down Dan Aykroyd is the Ringo star of sketch comedy. Like the least essential? The one who's still or alive? Like, right, the yeah. one who's still alive. You're like, he was there. He still tours. Yeah. He still works. <laughs> like, he is that like original SNL thing, but you don't, he doesn't, the, he's not one of the ones who pops to your mind first. Sure. I'll give it uh, seven. 
Seven. All right. I have a very quick and very short list of campy things I noticed. Uh, here we go. A fire alarm interrupting incest. A woman. A movie where hot women lust after an awful man. Shitty green screen. Getting married at Niagara Falls. Straight filmmakers having a gay character ask who the top and the bottom are. As if we've ever had to ask. Adam Sandler, awful character being described as sensitive. A parent bombing at career day. Apparently straight men are the only people capable of dealing with homophobes. Actually, the line and of course, the great Mayor Giuliani is pretty funny now. And finally, Lance Bass getting outsung in two seconds twice. It's pretty, I'm going to give it a six. We're going to 5.33. Finally, we're into the crown jewel. So these categories, we don't rate. We all agreed either gets it or it doesn't. It's, okay. it's yay or nay. The first one, a 15% bonus for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. Nay. No, I do not. Well, think you don't think so? <laughs> I mean, I'll defer to you guys, but my end. answer is nay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think it gets it. And finally, negative 50% of all the points if this is the movie Boat Trip. This is not the movie Boat Trip, so it will not lose 50% of its points. Okay. So now that we've been through it all, Gabrus, you initially said, how do you think it's going to do? How do you think it has done? I, I can't imagine it did that well. I did not keep a running tally, but it <laughs> really there's a lot of threes and ones being thrown yeah. around there. Um, I'm curious. I'm, I'm V curious as the kids say. <laughs> All right. I'll tell you exactly how it did out of, out of a total possible 2,107.38 points. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry has scored 610.71, <laughs> giving it a percentage of 28.98, making it the 96th gayest movie ever. Not as gay as Wayne's World, but gayer than Julie and Julia. Okay. I All can right. see that. Right. <laughs> it is kind of a melding of those two worlds. That's true. Dan Aykroyd was Julia Child in um Yeah, he was in that. And then movie. there's another SNL connection on Wayne's World. Yeah, if Wayne's World and Julie and Julia had a baby, it would be I now pronounce yeah, it Chuck no, and Larry. Chuck and Larry. <laughs> if anything's going to make that. it pro-choice <laughs> <laughs> well we got here Gabrus, what a delight happy 200 guys or two years <laughs> two years yeah okay years. that's much better <laughs> happy there... two years guys that's Thank really us and we owe it all we to you not... We yeah, you dubbed us, you christened us the two old queens and the two old queens. We, we were born on your little podcast. And we are the the mod I, to your all in the family. I feel like you guys referred to yourself as two old queens on an early like, but not like with uh, capital with trademark. Letters. Yeah, but you guys were like, uh, you you brought us two old queens. Well, how do you think us two old queens would react to this? Movie? No, I think you kept calling us that, even like in emails yeah. and on the phone. You were like, ended, you like, said it in front of me, so now I'm allowed to say. Yeah, it. yeah. Like, you said it like bereft of any joy. That's why I was like, not they're... invited back to Wild and Out. <laughs> <laughs> you said it in front of me, Nick. I thought I was able to say it all the time. <laughs> Well, Gabrus, is there anything you like to plug, promote, or shill for at this time? Sure. If you like movie podcasts uh, but have a bunch of extra cash, I would say get on the Retirement Club, John and Mark's. Uh, you're so close. Retirement, retirement package. Okay. <laughs> we should have uh, called the Retirement Package. <laughs> uh, That's get, our porn review. <laughs> get on there. Get on their Patreon. And if you have enough money for two Patreons, I might recommend 
uh, the Action Boys. It's sort of a spiritual sister slash uh, dark opposite of this podcast. But uh, we review uh, old action movies and uh, uh, for longer than the runtimes of their movies. I know that's not a selling point, but also uh, we have some free episodes wherever you get podcasts. Maybe, you know, go over there and get a taste, get hooked. We'll see you in the fucking finals. <laughs> the finals? I don't know what that means. <laughs> Our podcast ending? I hope so. <laughs> Ugh, I need a break. We're just meant to do this forever? <laughs> it's a contract we signed. Thank God. Well, thank you so much, Gabrus. Always a delight. Yes, always so a pleasure. Fun. We've thank learned so you much. Guys. I will always do this. This is such a good time <laughs> for me. I don't want you to do that. In a year, when we talk about boat trip. I can't wait. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah, so thank you guys so much for listening for the last two years. We've had so much fun. If you want, you can email us at two old queens, T-W-O old queens at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. If we got anything wrong, any other movie suggestions, we'd love to hear from you. Also, if you get a chance, if you go to iTunes and rate us, give us five stars and a review, it really helps the algorithm and helps people find our show and it can help it going for maybe another two more years. Maybe, what's this maybe? I'm in. <laughs> I'm all in, John. What are you saying? I'm saying the world is a very chaotic place. Who knows? Hopefully. Uh, let's just know if this podcast ends it's because John left, not me. Okay. Let the record show. Yep. Anyways, you can follow us on now. Twitter and Instagram at two old queens, TWO old queens. Follow me on Letterboxd, a fun app where I maintain the current movie rankings. Yes, we also have merch. If you go to T Public and search for two old queens, uh, we've got a lot of fun stuff you can buy there. It helps support the show. And finally, if you want to support the show another way, is we have a Patreon, the retirement plan. Uh, go over there and for just five bucks a month, you get uh, another episode every week where we're talking about different gay stuff. Can you imagine? Could you imagine? All right, that's it. We'll see you next time. Stay safe, everybody. Yes. Goodbye. Now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Conrad Shin. And special thanks to Alex Arche and Mike Rennie. Bye. Bye. We didn't get that right. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. 
For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.